Every time we pick up and use a device, we enter into a contract. I don't mean the two-year installment plan with a carrier, because we love those. Or even the license agreement we all definitely read on logging in for the first time. Nope, I'm talking about the social contract that comes with searching the web in a single click, sharing dog pictures with a faraway friend, or finding your missing wallet for the third time this week. It's time to talk all things Apple AirTags and what it might actually cost to find that wallet. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Solid State Podcast. I'm John Joyce. I'm Eric Sargent. And I'm Cody Toscano. And we're here this week to ask the question, what's going on with AirTags? Uh, specifically, uh, Apple AirTags, in case you're wondering, which the very short version is Apple's very, very useful tracking beacon tag bug no i'm just kidding it is a small (laughs) disc like disc like device um about an uh, inch and a quarter on around um could you were saying earlier because you have you have some it's Mm -hmm. a little bit bigger than a a quarter i mean really it's it's, it's, you know by by footprint a little bit bigger than a quarter and the idea is you attach them to your keys you can they have wallets you know things you might misplace they are here to help you find those things they're they're purpose built for people like me who literally lose everything as soon as they put it down if i i have very specific places where i need to put things like i have a hat that i wear all the time i set the hat on the banister i put my wallet in the hat if my wallet is not in the hat then i have no idea where my wallet is where that wallet is it's gone so yeah so eric is patient zero for the need for air tags and i don't own any yet so right and and there's a lot of utility to be had there and it's also very important to say on the on the front end this is not a new invention by a long shot not by apple to be certain um there's a long-standing history probably one of the most successful and recognizable brands in that space was called or is called tile Mm -hmm. um i mistakenly used the word was because that's not what this episode is about, but there every possibility of becoming another it, name in a long story of brands that either change dramatically and having to pivot or maybe even cease to be around altogether because someone like an Apple at that scale moves into the space and pushes them out. Mm-hmm. Um, AirTags overnight became very, very popular. Obviously, you put an Apple brand on something and a lot of people are going to notice. And going back to this is just one of those... I'd call it one of the more utilitarian things that Apple really makes and sells. I mean, it is a, it is built for more or less a single purpose. Eric, to your point, you have a thing. If you misplace it and you want to know where it is, throw an air tag on it. Helps you find Um, the thing. And it's that, it's that simple. It can be accurate down to 0.1 feet, which I think is just absolutely fascinating. It does so in an extremely low power mode and ability. So the battery lasts for an extended period of time. Cody, you were describing pretty simple to change the battery when and if that comes up yeah you just like push it together between your fingers and do a twist and it just twists apart and there's like a watch lithium in there yep and so it's they are designed to be very very simple very very for one task let's let's stop for let's stop for a second so you're you're telling me that apple made a product that has a replaceable battery they did actually (laughs) Oh man. All right. We do have to quick pause. I have, I'm running down the whole list in my head. Is this the only product that Apple sells today with a replace with a user replaceable battery? I think it is. His old MacBooks, you could unscrew the bottom, but that was like, yeah, you can't even, I, you can't even old, change old MacBooks. You could actually just, they popped out like a regular, like I still have my wife's 15 inch MacBook pro from college. It's one of my, you know, 
home museum, you know, pieces. And, um, it, but full on this, there were two clips and the battery popped out the bottom and you popped another one in. I mean, it was that simple. Yeah. They, you can't even replace the batteries in the magic mouse. Mm-mm. Anymore. You're right. Cause it, yep. so it just charges yeah. or the, or the keyboard. Yep. Wow. Eric, you nailed there. There's the scoop of the day. This yeah. is the not really a scoop. It's news to no <laughs> one, but it, it is the only device that I can think of in the modern Apple line yeah. of the end user replaceable battery. Yeah, just a regular lithium. It's not like you have to buy an Apple battery. Like you could just yeah, get just, you can just go to the store and get them. Tim will hear yeah, right? you, and we will hear about you know. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the AirPod, I'm so geez, the AirPod, the AirTag is incredibly useful what it is and what it does but what we're here to talk about today is the unfortunate nature of misuse and that's mm-hmm. that's a that's not anything unique to the air tag we don't want to make it just about that i mean technology by nature is very very powerful it can be used for incredibly wonderful and amazing things it's also very very powerful and can be used for absolutely terrifying and horrible things that's the nature of things in a world filled with humans Air tags just happen to be one of those examples of something that is very inexpensive, very accessible, and downright easy to use the wrong way because mm-hmm. the same simplicity that allows you to find your missing wallets can also, say, be used to shadow a significant other that you want to know their every move or someone that you don't even know, not to make this any better or worse, but someone you don't even know, you know, soccer situations or mm-hmm. tracking. Yeah. There's just a lot of very, 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 I mean, I'm going to be overly kind and say questionable activities. Really, we're talking about heinous acts that can, yeah. that can be perpetrated with mm-hmm. ready access to this kind of tracking ability. And in so much so that Apple's openly acknowledge that it's a, that it's an issue. Um, I actually went to the Apple newsroom webpage and rarely, you know, do the whole read verbatim from the page thing, but there was something, something about the attack they took with us. I thought was worthy to do a little bit of reading to the class. So, um, partway through this page goes on to say, we become aware that individuals can receive unwanted tracking alerts for benign reasons, such as when borrowing someone's keys with an AirTag attached or when traveling in a car with a family member's AirPods left inside. Okay, that 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 sounds reasonable. That that sounds perfectly reasonable. But then that same paragraph, and I think it's important to point out, same paragraph transitions directly into we also have seen reports of bad actors attempting to misuse AirTag for malicious or criminal purposes. That's a wide goal. Like that's, that's, yeah, that's kind of a big from, statement for the same paragraph. I, I, I took my brother's truck to the corner to get him some gas, and he happened to have some, an AirTag on his keys to... This can also be used to track people that don't want to be tracked and just do all... The, like, there, there is nothing good about that sentence. I mean, we're talking about... There's no mild curiosity or, oh, I was tracking you. No, no, no. That's, I have a lot of hardline things. And someone knowing your whereabouts when you have not get expressly given them permission to know that, that is one of my hardlines. Like that totally. is pure and simple evil use of otherwise good technology as can you know be used by plenty of other things. So that, that's, a, that's a big deal and a big problem. And it's a big deal for Apple to acknowledge it so outright. I mean, that is, that is not a common thing. I mean... There's, to the best of my knowledge, there's not a. I haven't searched for this, but I don't, I'm not aware of an article in the Apple Newsroom addressing the fact that you can use a MacBook to write ransomware. Right. Sure. No. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. That, that makes that, total that's sense. Using yeah. Using good technology to do bad things. Absolutely. But 
this this garnered enough of a response where they had to come out and say we are like there I'm not going to continue to read word for word but this newsroom article goes on to talk about how they currently cooperate with law enforcement and you know while yeah. it's considered a rare situation each instance is one too many I mean that's very specific and intentional language around something that I'm I'm glad they're treating it as the problem that it apparently is but I also think it's worth unpacking what we're here to talk about today is the logistics behind that problem existing, what it really means. And for me, it's the, it's not just about air tags. It's the wider narrative around as technology becomes more and more utilitarian, utilitarian, more part of, you know, it's not just this Swiss army knife of a phone that does everything for mm-hmm. it, but this is it. again, a purpose built device to do one very specific thing and it does it well. That also makes it very easily misused. Also, where are we as a society going to continue to have, I think we have to have that conversation. It's good we have the conversation about where that line is and how that line does kind of keep moving around a little bit between where the utility is very, very valuable and where that utility suddenly becomes, where it can go too far. Like, is the quick and simple ability to quickly find my keys an acceptable trade-off for someone being able to slide this into my bag when I'm at Starbucks and now they can track my backpack anywhere I go? Like, that's... When does it become worth giving up a certain whatever percentage of your, if you want to measure it in percentage, you know, when does it become okay to give up a certain percentage of your freedom for in, in, tra- in trade in trade for that utility? And, and, you know, and that's the thing you, you don't, I think that the problem with the social media driven, you know, just media driven society that we live in today is that most people don't even think about it that way. They look right. at that, they look at that as an object and they go, oh, wow, that's going to help me find my keys. And they never look at the flip side of it. They never look at the downside. They only look at the, what can this do for me? And never think about the fact right. that it could be used for something nefarious. And you're right, because of so much of our online interaction and really call what is our daily life interactions are built around these never ending social contracts. Mm-hmm. I am using this service. I use Google to search. Google does not charge me directly some form of currency to do that search, but they do collect data about me and what I'm searching and where I mm-hmm. searched it from. And they use that as part of ad tech and all sorts of other things. And there, there is still a social contract being had where I've exchanged some amount of information and I consider my information to be a good, like that's, that, that, that is a good, that is something that is mine that I am exchanging yep. to someone else for mm-hmm. use of their service. And you're right, Eric. I think that's the bigger discussion is we no longer think, think about it that way. Google has become a utility. Like the just so much as when I flip the light switch on the wall, I don't really slow down to think about really what, how incredible it is that all my lights turn on and that there's a power company and a power grid providing that. And I'm paying them for it every month. And it's just a wonder that that happens. That's it's, it's a utility access to this technology is quickly becoming a utility. I accept that there's going to be a search engine like Google various people, not myself personally, but many people accept that there's going to be online social interaction places like Facebook and Instagram and all these other places Mm -hmm. that you don't, there's just this line where I'm not air quotes paying for the thing. Like it's not like Netflix where Netflix dings my credit card every month. I watch, I watch shows and movies like, Mm -hmm. yes, 
it's a subscription. It's a whole nother episode about how we do forget about that those dollars transact. And that's how they yeah. get rich is they keep the price low enough. And looking at you, Netflix, you need to watch about keeping that price low enough that Jeez. I don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. Again, a whole nother episode. But the, at least there is that transaction taking place. But so many of these other things where the good or the currency that we're exchanging is our information. It's, it's us. It's, it's technically it's technically invisible to us. It's right. not it's not mm-hmm. something tangible that is going right. out of our bank account. So most people don't think about it. And that's I think that's the the dangerous part is we are so looking squarely at myself, conditioning ourselves to not think about it that way. And we're very, very flippant and free to do exactly that. And then reeling it back to something like air tags where yes, that is a thing. You walk into Walmart, you go to the electronics counter and you plink down $29 in tax. And now you have an air tag, you throw it on your keys, life moves on. But again, the thing we don't think about is that is now an equally accessible bad actor walks into Walmart, plinks down mm-hmm. $29 in tax and now has a silver, smaller than a silver dollar sized tracking beacon yeah. to slip into someone's purse and can now use that to very, very accurately locate them. And we don't think about the the, the tug of war between, man, that thing is really, really useful but here's the other side of that social contract. Here's what we've now opened up as making that part of acceptable things that are out there and readily accessible to people at a low cost. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing that comes to mind for me as, as a parent of a kid was, you know, how great would that be? I could throw that on my son's backpack, you know, no, no, he can't lose it that way. We can also know as a, you know, I wouldn't do that to a teenager, you know, but to a young child, that's good to know where they're at, that kind of thing. But then I think about, okay, Mm -hmm. so let's say I'm out in public sometime and, uh, my phone's unlocked or, or I'm one of those people who doesn't have a passcode on my phone for some reason. I'm not one of those people, but let's say I don't, I you know what say, I mean? You know, you know, I'm not, of course I have one, but you know, let's say there's so many people out there that don't, you know, that yeah. just, just swipe up on for your sure. phone and it opens. And then someone snags that phone out of my pocket or off of a bench that I'm sitting on. They can now track my child. Mm. Yep. Because they have my iPhone that's t- tied to my AirTags, they can now track yep. my child and any other piece of equipment or technology that I own, they'll know where I live because, you know, odds are one of my other devices is going to be sitting in my home. They'll now know where my home yep. is and what kind of Apple devices. Oh, he's got a, he's got a, you know, a MacBook. He's got a, you know, this or that. And the other thing, they, if he's got that much technology, they, they're probably loaded. Let's go to that house and just wipe them out. Targeted. And they, and they sure. now know where the home is. Like that's, that's a frightening thought. And I do want to be very, very realistic about it. This is not anything that's new or unique to AirTags. Right. This is, there are tons of technologies that can be misused. Like that's again, going back to the broader double-edged sword of these amazing tools that we get to use every day. And it's not just technology. any tool can be used for good or for evil. That, that, that's that been a part of the human story for as long as there's been sharp sticks. You know what I mean? You can use yeah. them to provide food. You can use them to kill your neighbor. I mean, that's, 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 that's been part of the human condition as long as there's been one. But going back to just readily accessible, purpose-built, I've got the thing, use the thing, how am I going to use it? The reason we're even talking about it here and today is it must be an issue, as I said, for Apple to be addressing it so openly and so direct to the press and the public, but then getting down to the what we're normally here to talk about, which is the raw tech. Apple's also modifying their own software in response to this. And I, again, I think that's a good thing for them to be aware and actually respond to you know, the feedback and the, the need for these changes. I, I want to spend a few minutes talking about, because 
these are useful tools. I don't want people to be afraid to go out and get them and mm-hmm. use them and, and re- otherwise enrich their lives with them. But people should be aware of how to use them properly, how to protect yourself and what to be on the lookout for. So guys, I know we were doing some reading prior to the show about things that are either happening now or coming soon in updated versions of iOS and the, the obviously the backend software that powers the AirTags to alert people when there's a device on them that mm-hmm. is not theirs or may be suspicious or you know so on and so forth. Yeah, so essentially they're going to make it so you get an alert earlier. So I guess that AirTag could have been next to you for, I don't know what the time was beforehand, Before. but when it's like, oh, maybe 15 minutes and then it alerts you, you know, but to make sure that someone actually did leave it behind. Well, let's talk so, about that alert. So you do... I, Let's just let's play out a ridiculous story. I I'm going to track Eric. I've decided that Eric's bunking off during work, and I want to know where he's going. It's in the afternoon, so I, this is not an endorsement of this activity. Please don't do that. I slide an air tag into Eric's backpack, and now as a result of these software changes, within a sounds like shortened period of time, Eric would get an alert on his iPhone saying there is an air tag on or around you that is not yours. It's not part of your Apple ID. It's not one of your devices. Let's call what it is. Someone's tracking you. I mean, that's there's, there can be benign situations around this, but realistically intentionally or not, someone is tracking you right now. That's the Mm -hmm. intent behind these alerts, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So what their Apple says, unwanted tracking, that's like their, Un, un, unknown accessory detected, I yeah. think, is the uh, <laughs> obviously that's very aptly to not come out and say you're being tracked. It's hey, yeah. there's a thing here and it's unknown, so that might be a thing to look into. <laughs> um, and going back to the example of it, mm-hmm. could just be your brother lent you some keys, you grabbed the wrong wallet on the way out the door. I mean, there are genuinely humans are also silly creatures many of the time, and we do things that are you know not always the smartest. I don't, I totally get those scenarios, and you wouldn't want to inadvertently have an alert pop up saying, "Call the cops, you're being tracked." Right. When yeah. actually you picked up the wrong bag and you've got someone else. Yeah, that's. So I totally get it, but at least they are addressing it. They're going after it from a address it at the software level. Again, I'm not, this is not to campaign to say no one should buy air tags. It's dumb. They should go away. Tile should close their shop. Like, no, that's the utility this provides. Eric should be able to find his keys when he doesn't put them in his hat. Like that. Mm-hmm. that yeah, exactly. That's, that's a, a problem. Good, that's a, Tell that's a good thing. <laughs> But, and and now with the update, they're going to let you use the precision finding to to find the air tag. And previously, only the owner could do that. Okay. So so, so you could still spot it, but you would only get within a certain. Like if you had an unwanted, or you know, you oh, there's an air tag near you. You wouldn't be able to track it if you at all. The, okay. Right. But the person who set it up, they could. So they could find you, right? But you couldn't like see who owned it or anything like that. So now right. um, you're going to be able to find it. That way you can, you know, remove it from your person if, if you know, okay. it's not yours. Oh, that makes um, a lot of sense. Yeah. And when the, when you set up an AirTag now, it gives you a, uh, this AirTag is intended solely to track items that belong to you. You know, using an AirTag is... Oh, there's a disclaimer now. You're basically accepting it a de facto EULA saying, I solemnly swear to do no harm. When, when, yeah, which again... It's absolving them of the... Exactly. Hey, we warned them and I... I get it. It's the very litigious world we live in. Yeah, going back to, to right. Yeah, going going back to the tech real quick. So I find that interesting. So they're using the, the like the precise locations. I'm guessing that's leveraging that U1 chip, the ultra wideband. Yeah, so it just bounces off I'm iPhones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is funny because that's how Tile works as well, but just through the app. 
like you have to right. have other tile users around you to, to do around that. You. So, so which sounds like a really cool idea. <laughs> well, and, and, and again, this is this is Apple leveraging their own scale. Oh, yeah. Gonna, yep. You can all you can pull this off because of how many iPhones and mm -hmm. Apple based devices there are on the streets. I mean, that that's just that's how this works. It's important to remember this is not when we think about like more traditional GPS locators, which either have extremely short battery life or extremely large and cumbersome. Um, that's because they are actively pinging out a GPS signal constantly. That's not what this is doing. This is using the network of Apple devices on the street to otherwise ping off of each other and provide that, you know, that that interwoven network of devices talking to other devices using the U1 chip. So it's uh, yeah, and, and Bluetooth and other, you know, right. uh, NFC, I know, and other you know technologies like that. Yeah, and it also has a speaker in it, which I think we mentioned. And they Apple said they're going to make it louder <laughs> so the tone will be louder when when it goes so they're, turning, they're, so they're literally turning the air tag up to 11. Got so it. i guess and i don't know whether if this was you know i'm sure it wasn't before but with the uh, with the new software update are you able to make a tone from one that doesn't belong to you that is found near you um you know what i mean so it's, yeah so it's it cur yeah, currently yeah. ios users yeah. can send an unwanted tracking alert to make the suspect air tag play tones okay so okay. you can so okay that's yeah, good that makes sense because you can so you can do precision t precision locating with the directional arrow and make it make sound like mm -hmm. you know where is this thing in my car where is it in my house in my bag whatever have you yeah. and to to the point of, we were talking about you know that you can remove the battery you know, I ha I want to think, you know, Apple surely thought of this, right? Like they thought that people would do this. Like that seems kind of normal, but then I wonder if that new generation of AirTag, it won't, you won't be able to take the battery out. Cause then you probably won't be able to, to mess with the speaker to turn the, the audio right. off. Like it'll prevent that, like an anti-tamper mm. AirTag, right? Like they kind of will have to do that. I would think now, um, make it like a fully sealed piece that just, you can't open. That way you can't, you know, manipulate well, as it. Well, as the battery tech evolves as well, I'm sure once they've probably got a minimum acceptable threshold to say, okay, once we get it tightly integrated down to the point where I, I don't know what that threshold would be, mm -hmm. but let's just say their their target runtime is 24 months. I'm like, okay, we say with, you know, with no external conditions otherwise impacting it out of the box, one of these is going to work unimpeded for a minimum of 24 months off of a single battery charge. That's the expectation we're going to set. And when it dies, you go out and buy a new $29 air tag. Like it, it just, you know, yeah. I, could, I could definitely see that being, I'm not going to say it's going to be 24 months. Who knows what their number will be, but to say, okay, we're going to, for exactly that reason, Cody, well, they'll say it's for that reason. Yes, yeah. Air tag purchases, <laughs> but I could also see from an anti tamper perspective to not clip the wire to the, to, to the speaker. Cause if, if you clip the wire to the speaker, guess what? You can't make it beep anymore. Right. Like there's, mm -hmm. I haven't seen the insides of one. Maybe that otherwise disables the rest of the device's function. I, I don't know. Yeah, I would think would be smart as well. Yeah, if you cut the, the speaker, that just doesn't work anymore. Yeah, that, that yeah. would be the way to do it. So, I mean, yeah. so, I mean, taking those anti-tamper measures, though, to your point, we'll go back to our theme, Apple, Google, Microsoft, Meta, these are these are smart people working at these companies. They're not infallible. They make mistakes, but they are mm -hmm. smart, capable you know, people. Yes, I guarantee you these conversations were had long before anyone outside of the spaceship ever saw an air tag mm. 
you know, they were tiled. But I mean, before this product was ever announced, they've thought about those implications. I think it's possible they underestimated how quickly it would gain public attention and therefore right. we're just now seeing the software catch up to it. Obviously, the ability to do that software has been there all along. There's no new feature in the iPhone that they needed to get out there before they could turn on proximity alerting. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's always been able to be there. They just had to sit the room of engineers down and say, go write this really fast and get yeah, it out really, really fast. Because I don't know if you read that article the other day, but it doesn't it's not great. So, yeah. To, to the pursuit of public track, opinion. Yeah. One thing that I have noticed, um, I live in a place that has stairs. It's two floors. The precision tracking does not give you an up and down. Vertical. Yeah. Yeah. No uh, vertical. So okay. I might be like, I'm 0.1 away from my air tag, but then I'm like, oh, it's, it's directly underneath me or directly or above downstairs. me. Yeah. 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 So it doesn't do or if you live down. in a high rise, whatever you do, don't lose it in the lobby. <laughs> whatever you do, like if you drop it on the street or if you're in the subway or maybe a bigger city like it might be a little harder to figure out where those things are sure yeah that would make yeah that would make it a little bit more difficult i didn't realize that there wasn't an altitude setting on there which i mean to a certain degree make it makes sense to me i'm also sure there's an engineering way to solve that but mm -hmm. Go back to my favorite example of this is where my qualification understanding falls off the cliff. That 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 those are those are where the smart people has to get involved because I don't know what it would take to get that altimeter aspect to it to make it because if it's pinging off other devices, it would also have to be aware of the altitude of those devices mm -hmm. to report back and say, I am at these coordinates. But then add what would that be a Z axis to it as well, and say mm -hmm. I'm at not only X and Y. You got to get some Z in there to actually know where I am from an altitude perspective, and that's that's pulling in telemetry. Then yeah. go back probably to a little bit price. harder to engineer that. Well, yeah. you'd have to. I also imagine you'd have to tap data from those other devices. Go back to privacy and how much information we're going to allow to transist. But yeah, because your phone is devices. probably pulling that info. Oh. There is an altimeter in your phone. I, I've su I very much promise you there is an altimeter in your phone. The, the, these devices are capable of that information. But are we wanting to, going back to that social contract, open it up to not just be able to ping and say, where am I on a map, but where am I up and down? That's that's yet a whole nother layer of tracking data that would have to be transacted as part of that exchange, I would think. So it is an equal parts engineering problem to solve, but also a how much data are we willing to tap to make these devices more accurate, more capable, more reliable? Um, and going back to that moving and who line. who trust to do that? Well, and again, go back to the moving line as we get more comfortable with the devices and we're, we're that, that social contract, the terms of that contract change down the road where it's like, you know what? I would really like to know if it's on the first, second or third floor. I don't give a crap anymore. Just take right. my data and tell me where my phone is. Mm -hmm. Like that's, and then you sign a little bit more of your freedom away every single yeah. time in it. But in those little tiny increments, you don't notice it. It's just a little bit at a time. And then before you yeah, know you it, that Netflix, we yeah. noticed you raising your prices a dollar at a time. Sorry. Can anyone yeah. tell I'm really irritated about the yeah, number for 19 <laughs> not to, for a Netflix? Not, not to date and time this recording, but uh, can anyone tell I'm annoyed? We're, by we're all a little bitter about the new prices of Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny how, you know, Prime just keeps getting away with it, though, because my boxes continue to arrive on time. Right. So, yeah. They, so that's the one. <laughs> they raise it, and you're like, ugh. But then you're like, well, I use it all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I ordered three boxes of protein bars, and they're arriving tomorrow. Well, that's just magical. Yep. Take yeah. my extra $5. Well, <laughs> there's been times where I'll get up in the morning, and I'll order something, and it's here in the afternoon. And I'm like, okay, well, that's worth it. Yeah. I'll just, yeah. you know, I'll just Same keep day. paying. Oh, yeah. 
social contract. Take exactly. It yep. Take it's it just all. take it. <laughs> oh man. Well, as so always, do we have any um, predictions for air tags? I feel like this is a good, like ooh, we, could, good we could get some predictions See, in there. I was trying to wrap this early. That's, I mean, it's, it's an Apple product. So they're never going to make just one. So what, no, let's, no. let's call it an AirTag 2. What, what is that? Are you, willing to, Cody, are you willing to go on the prediction and say that an AirTag 2 is going to have that non-user replaceable? Do you think, the, do you think yeah. the tech will, that, that'll be the first wholly sealed one would be an AirTag 2? I think so. I think a, the, the, a fully sealed, that's my prediction. That you, right, well, that, you know that attaches you know to the watch gonna... charger. Right. Oh, Actually, it oh. is rounded on the bottom. That's not actually... A, my brain is exploding right now. Actually. In my brain, I don't know if they could pull that off for twenty nine dollars. Right. But on the flip side, if they if anyone could, they could figure it out. Eric, kudos, man. That's a mag. I like that actually because it's about the same size already. Right. You just I toss mean, it on that charger and let it charge it, up, it and would perfectly fit right in the middle of an air of a of a MagSafe puck. And here's. This is how they're going to sell us on this. In case you're, just, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you right now how they have sold us on every other non-user replaceable battery. As it is right now, an AirTag is rated IP67, which, without nerding out yep, too much, is. Yep. is maximum depth of one meter up to 30 minutes in water. Well, now if you take your wallet swimming with you by accident, your AirTag will survive. Mm-hmm. I, th- yep. that, that that's gonna be the thing. It's gonna be. I can see the commercial now. You know, guy jumps in the cannonballs into the water, gets out, realizes his uh, wallet's in there, throws it to the side, and his AirTag is still working. Like they're they're gonna sell it to us with the freaking waterproofing because that's they yep. they get us on batteries every time. With you know, you can't so much as you know look at the battery or anything else inside, yeah. but you can take it swimming with you. Like that. Mm-hmm. Who? Someone it at the tell beach, me. Track it. Who? Oh my gosh. No, and, you're probably right. That, that water resistance, that's always a good well, resistance. I, I have to say, I'm, I'm very happy that they did the water resistance on the new watches. Cause my son has one of those and he was at swim right lessons in. and he got out of the pool and I'm like, Hey, do you remember to take your watch off? And he's like, <gasps> you know, looks at his wrist. <laughs> but hey, it's okay. It was waterproof. So we're good. Oh, the SE, I, it, I love this thing. I've taken yep. it in the ocean. Oh, like, it's great. Yep. Mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, the Apple Watch SE. Yeah. I just realized I have absolutely no idea what the water rating is of the uh, Galaxy Watch 4 that I'm wearing right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of looking at him like. If it even has it. Right. Well, it's like, so it's, I have the, I have the classic with the twist. We've completely gone off the rails, but again, that's what we do. Brand. Yeah. Um, I've got the one, the classic with the twistable crown, which is my favorite. It's why I have it. My favorite feature of this watch is twisting the physical crown on top. And that's, that's how I navigate the menus. But I'm sitting here thinking, going back to what we compromise for water resistance. There's no way that's not somehow compromising oh, yeah. this thing's water resistance. There's just and that's no the way. four, right? That's the new one. The, 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 the watch four classic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I can, I can see them doing that, making the air tag, you know, more waterproof, Holy sealed, you know, yep. put, put their lithium battery in there, make it yep. mag safe, chargeable, you know, and, and an altimeter. Like I can see them doing that kind of stuff for the, you know, for the next generation. I could also, I could also in in all frankness, see that being a 39 or even like, yeah, they'll raise the price. Absolutely. Enough of that. And they'll just raise the price. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, this one was 20 and they'll, it's Apple. They'll drop the price of the one with the lithium battery into like 25 or 19 or $24. 
keep it around for a couple more years and then raise the price to $39 or $49 for, you know, the rechargeable AirTag S, Ultra Max Neural something Alpine. Yeah, they may even change the body uh, of it. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> well, will it come in Alpine Green, Cody? That's the question. Will you be able to get an Alpine Green Air Tag? That's really the question. <laughs> I'm not buying it if it's not, you know. Yeah, that's it. They lost I, you. I know Air Tags. Can you get a bunch of? But do they are they genuinely just the silver and white color? Like there's no yeah, like it. there's no colorware for the actual Air Tag. The leather little keychains that Apple makes, um, those have colors, but the tag themselves don't. All right, so we're we're gonna know when we're exactly halfway to the next air tag when they launch multicolored air tags. Yes. That's gonna be the mid cycle <laughs> yep. sales bump. Air tag SE now in six different colors. <laughs> or is it an Apple product that disappears? Maybe they only make one or two generations of it. Yeah, maybe it's well, too I much mean, of a headache. That po- yeah. well, that, so that and there's that possibility. This is obviously not a huge revenue center for them. Like there's right. no, yes, you sell enough of anything. You're going to like at their scale, $29 a piece. I'm sure that crazy profit heavy, not that they're not making money off of, but you're right, Eric there. The, the other part of that question is going to be at what point does the headache become more than the product is valuable? It'll be, and it'll be just, the first time somebody tries to bring a lawsuit against Apple corporate and they're going to go, you know what is this worth us? getting $29 a pop for these. Let's let, yeah. let's let right. tile deal with the lawsuits yep. and we'll just, you know, not just acquire tile. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, you, okay. You say that, but then that gets into all the anti, you know, the, um, uh, antitrust legislation that's going on. I mean, the yeah. other reason in all spring is I could see them walking away longer term. They'll do it very subtly, but walking away or letting this project at least die on the vine and never update right. it and just mm-hmm. let it fall into obscurity is, it's no, it's no mystery to everyone that Tile and its other competitors are in trouble because Apple basically launched a direct competitor and now another comp- another whole line of competitors is falling out of the marketplace. Mm-hmm. That is what the, and it's not just Apple, but this is what, that's what these big tech companies are in trouble for right now. So mm-hmm. it They're pretty good at it. <laughs> if, if this falls too deeply into that side of the pool, they could also be like, you know what? let's just not poke the bear any over a $29 hockey puck. It's just not not worth it. Not worth it. So I could see it going either way. Only time will tell. Yep. Only time will tell. Well, now on that actual bombshell, I think we've uh, officially run our course through uh, what's going on with the air tag. So, I think with that, we'll wrap it up for this week. Remember, this you, you'll be able to catch our regular feed each Friday as we drop episodes weekly. And uh, keep an eye out for any special edition episodes we may drop in there. Um, just again, those are going to focus more around, you know, very, very time sensitive topics, special events, announcements, you know, things where we just don't want to wait for our own rotation to catch up with it. So you'll see those pop up every now and again. Um, but for just the regular weekly one-off show, catch us here each Friday and uh, we will catch you next time.